the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings, and it's meeting time. And today we're going to continue our venue of gratitude and thanksgiving for what God has done in restoring us to sanity from the abyss of addiction. And with me today is my beloved Christian brother, Joe Carney, as he continues his testimony of healing, help, and gratitude. And by the way, if you missed Joe's testimony from last week, go to our Facebook, Christians with Secret Addictions, PGH, and click on Podcast. Joe, welcome back, my friend. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me back. Well, I appreciate it. Listen, last week we ended with you being in prison. And while you were in that environment, you accepted Christ as your Savior, and the Holy Spirit grew within you and changed you from the inside out. Amen. Take it from there, Joe. Well, I had gotten out, and I had nothing but the clothes on my back. And my family and friends had gotten me a place to stay, and uh, I went there. And I was told to um, to go and seek out uh, help at uh, one of the social services just to get started to get back into society. So I had gone to the local office. It was a welfare office. And I ran into a gentleman I knew from 35 years ago. No coincidence in God. No plans. coincidence. And yeah. he was retiring the following week. Wow. He took all my information he got me uh, immediate. He got me immediate health care. He helped me with food stamps. He left for lunch, went up to his house, gave me three boxes of food, two bags of food, drove me to my apartment, handed me $50, and uh, I couldn't have scripted that in a million years. Oh, no I mean, way. I was in tears. God had, had brought this person, 35 years had brought this person to help me. Um, at that time, my sponsor had come and taken me, and I had uh, my family was holding some money for me, so I went and picked that up. I was able to get everything turned back on, start my life over again. Um, new beginning. A new beginning. And one of the brothers that I had met early on when I had gotten saved prior to my incarceration uh, was a minister down at the county jail, and he brought his service in on Sunday. So he said, look, he said, take a bus down there, I'll meet you, and then I'll drive you to church. And uh, the church he took me to, I've been going to ever since for the past 14 years. Um, but one Sunday in particular in the spring, uh, I had uh, gone down to meet him, and he wasn't there. And so I panicked, and I called him, and he said, where you been? He said, church is almost over. Well, they had moved the clocks ahead, <laughs> and I forgot about it. Yeah. And uh, so he said, you might as well just head home. So I got on the bus, and I was heading back to my apartment, and the bus stopped in front of a church. 
and everybody got off the bus. It was a pat bus, and everybody got off the bus, so I, I followed them into the church. A I got off church. too. Oh yeah, I got off too, and I walked in, and um, it was a Baptist church in Duquesne, and uh, everybody in there was African American. I was the only white person that went in there, and um, when they asked uh, if anybody knew there, obviously I stood up. And I said, when everybody got off the bus, I thought this was the place I needed to be. Wow. It seemed like that was. And the thing that came from that was I met some very powerful, older, stronger Christian men that I that I went alongside. Um, and I met with them on Mondays and Thursdays at different places for meetings. And I uh, was greatly um, – we studied the Bible. We studied the Word. We studied Christian um, uh, theologians, and it was really powerful for me at that time. Um, it was a good season. Sounds like a season of gratitude. Oh, uh, I mean, I was very grateful for these men. They were they were very instrumental in me um, moving along and becoming the man I was. And it, it that time period was not um, with without some some problems. Um, I found out six months after I got out and I had gotten back on my feet, I found out that, um, I was diagnosed with a tumor, with a brain tumor. And, um, I, uh, I went and saw specialists and they told me it was a three centimeter mass. It was too big to radiate that they'd have to do surgery. And so Three days before the surgery, I had gone for testing. It started at 7 a.m., and the testing finished at 7 p.m. It was a lot of testing. And uh, I was going for my last test. It was a second MRI. And I was sitting in the waiting room, and I was watching TV, and a, a news article came on the TV about a large Christian church that um, the associate pastor is actually the head pastor's son was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. Well, it turned out that in the story that the young man had mental illness. I see. And it, he really didn't have a brain tumor, but he was saying that to get attention. And I say that story only to say that nobody in my church knew that Nobody in my church knew that I had a brain tumor because the Lord told me that I have you. And I knew people would treat me different if I told them that. Wow. And so that was just God uh, telling me that I have you. And um, I'm tumor-free. They took that tumor, and I've never had any issues since then. Hallelujah. How many years ago was that? That would have been in 2008. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, that was uh, part of my my uh, my coming back. And I, um, I was helped along the way by so many people. I felt the need to give back. And I was told once before um, at the church that I got saved at that I had the heart of a servant. So I started serving uh, God in a couple areas. Um, one area was I worked for uh, uh, a ministry that delivered food to 28 different food banks and soup kitchens in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, they also did furniture for people in need. 
I carried on with those uh, probably for about, I'm going to guess, 10 years. I did that. Um, it was all nonprofit, all voluntary, and it enabled me to uh, give back to what was so freely given to me. I also um, was able, through my connections with that, to help other people that I had come in contact with in the rooms of uh, AA and NA, uh, people that just got out of recovery. I was able to help them get furniture. Um, and even through my church, I was able to help people that were struggling. You were in prison. You got out. You had successful surgery from a brain tumor. The Holy Spirit has given you a servant's heart where you're now helping people. And one thing you have to share, you now sponsor someone in prison. Amen? Amen. Yeah, I was able to uh, sponsor a gentleman that uh, is a believer whose uh, faith has been greatly increased in the time that he's been in there, too. God has been working on his heart, and uh, the change is readily apparent. And uh, it's been a blessing for me because I I can actually share with him what I went through and and give him some some word and be able to pray with him and let him know that— that God is with him, and that he'll be with him when he gets out, as well as us. So I want to speak to that person that's in prison right now. You hear Joe's testimony, down and out, no gratitude, and that's exactly how you may be feeling. But Joe's testimony is telling you to keep on keeping on. Have Christ as your higher power. Ask him to be your savior. And when time is right, you too can walk this journey of freedom. So you may not have gratitude right now, but it's waiting for you. Right, Joe? Amen. It is. Um, I I think that God, uh, the joy that I've come to experience that I think I talked about earlier that I was able to share with my mother that I seen in my father when he was, uh, when he came to the Lord. Um, I, I think that, that, um, joy has, uh, enabled me to, um, to be grateful even in, in the least of circumstances. And, uh, and I think God honors that. Um, I've been able to build my faith through seeking, uh, God uh, in these times, and continually seek Him uh, and build my faith, and and to me that makes all the difference in my life today. To to really have a life, um, I think C.S. Lewis said, you know, until we come to Christ, we really don't have a personality. And I think that was true for me. My personality was found when it was freed by Jesus Christ. Not only do you have a servant's heart. But God served up a beautiful woman for you to spend the rest of your life with. Well, I, that was a blessing that I'd, I'd never seen coming. And uh, I had met her at church. And, um, yeah, she was someone who always believed in God. Um, she sang uh, in a choir. She uh, had the voice of an angel. I had a buddy that said the angels used to sleep 
uh, or sing on his doorsteps. And I told him, well, the angel sings in my kitchen. Amen. <laughs> and, and that's kind of the truth. What's uh, her name? Susanna. Susanna. Yeah, yeah, she's a good woman. Oh, I've met her. She's a wonderful woman. And uh, that's, been a, that's been a big blessing for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I never, uh, never uh, ceases to amaze me. Um, We're running out of time. So before this meeting ends, give somebody a hope shot. Uh, yeah, if you think that, uh, that the world is through with you, that God is through with you, never lose hope. Because it says in his word, even when we are faithless, he is faithful. He cannot deny himself. And that's the truth. So keep on keeping on. Amen. Amen. Joe, thank you for your wonderful testimony and for sharing your story with us. And I pray that you may be coming back and visiting with us in the near future. Oh, I'd like that. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Folks, next week... We were to explore and introduce the seventh step of recovery. But we're going to hold off on that. And I want to share with you why some of us aren't applying what we've learned in the first six steps that we've learned. And it's about loving our sin. And I want you to reference Isaiah chapter 3. Amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com